Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Well, hey there. Welcome to Real WW Talk. It's the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the Weight Watchers plan. Each week we talk about our health journey on WW. Now there is no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, we are going to talk about our mental well-being in our series, The Fundamentals. You know, it's something we talk a lot about here on this podcast, and there's something to it. It's hard to focus on a health journey when we are not in the right mental space. So let's chat about that. Are you ready? Let's talk. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I am Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. Ladies, ladies, ladies. Hey there. Another week. Um, What is something, a habit that you did for yourself this past week? Start off the bat with questions. I wasn't ready really for that. What, is that. what was the question again? What's a positive habit you did this past week? I drank all my water because that's been my focus. I committed February to drinking water and to being consistent with that. I love that. Yay. I was ready. Ricky? Well, one of the things that my doctor recommended was um, because I'm still, you know, I've been out of the pre-diabetic range and, you know, keeping away from diabetes. But one thing is um, upping my fiber intake. And you can do that with natural foods too, but also there's um, the fiber one packets that you can do. And I, even though I've had them, I haven't been consistently taking them, but I started taking them consistently and and doing them on a daily basis just to make sure for myself, I'm getting that fiber in regardless of whether I touch a vegetable today, I'm still getting my fiber in. How do you feel doing that? It feels good. Like I definitely feel like more, you know, easily able to digest things. And I, it just, it, it does feel good having, I know a little TMI. Well said, oh. Ricky. I like it. That was, that was like, so delicate. That? So like as gracefully as possible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it feels good to commit to a routine too, to say, you know, I'm going to do this for myself, even if it's not my favorite part of the day, or it's not the first thing I'd choose to drink, you know, I'd rather have a glass of wine or a cup of coffee, but um, I'm going to choose this thing that's going to be good for my body. 
I love that. And also, should we mention, I mean, I I know that we mentioned, uh, you know, a couple of weeks back when we started the month of February, this is the Ricky month because it is the month of her birth. And I'm looking at our calendar. We have one, two, three, four, five, six more days until it is your birthday, Mm -hmm. ma'am. Are you having some birthday plans? Yeah. Action. Um, as you ladies know, I'm going out to brunch and I've got some of my dearest friends joining and I'm looking forward to that and just being in, in the city and being able to do a little shopping and walking around and um, just enjoying time with friends. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that'd be really nice. Now, Erin, don't think you're going to get out of it by turning it to Ricky's birthday. What's your habit? <laughs> well, okay. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, I have been focusing on the exercise. I have been really okay. focusing on the walks. And, you know, we did our, we talked about activity as our fundamentals a couple of weeks back. And I said, you know, I'm going to try Pilates again. I am loving the Pilates so much. So much. And I know that I joked like, hey, any exercise I can do laying down on the ground is my idea of doing exercise, but it's actually like that much harder. Mm. But it's so interesting, like three, like after my third Pilates thing that I did, and they're only like 15 or 20 episodes, 20, 15 or 20 minutes long, I could feel my posture changing. Wow. Um, like even just how I fit in my jeans a little bit better. It's just, it's very interesting to me. So I figured I would keep. I'd keep that going. So between the Pilates and the walking, um, I've needed to focus on that activity portion um, Mm -hmm. for my brain and drinking water, tea, making sure I'm staying hydrated. I mean, you put all three of us together, water, activity, and fiber. I mean, we are just Weight Watcher members. I thought you were going to say Captain Planet. (laughs) We get all the Bravo stars for hitting all of our healthy guidelines with good old Weight Watchers. You know, I'm proud of it. (laughs) And last week we talked about sleep. Did you notice anything different for you guys about sleep this week? Did you think about that at all? I did because I, I really was trying to, I wanted to, well, I went and got your, I want to get that magnesium spray or whatever mm-hmm. you were talking about in case I had a Charlie horse or something. But I, <laughs> I really did try to think about uh, the fact that how I was waking up because I thought we gave some really good suggestions for how we go to sleep and in the middle. But mm-hmm. I thought that was a good point that Aaron or Ricky made about we need to focus on how we wake up and how we're spending that time. So I really tried to make that a focus. Ooh, okay. Well, let me let me put you on the spot real quick. Then, How, waking up. What did you do differently as a part of waking up and starting? Usually, when I'm waking up, I'm going straight downstairs and getting on the bike because that's become a routine for me. To start with mm-hmm. the exercise, but I actually am adding a little placeholder in between getting on the bike and doing some reflection, kind of setting intentions for the day and positive affirmations and. Mm. Because I think I was trying to do that after the workout, but there's, you know, waking up at 4 a.m., you have some time. And I always, I didn't think it was important, but this week I said, let me just take 30 minutes to really get my mind right about how I'm focusing on the day. And I've noticed a difference. So I'm happy about that. that. That's so neat. Well, Mm -hmm. actually that's kind of a good dovetail into, um, so we're continuing our fundamentals conversation through the month of February and just, you know, Going back to the basics, reviewing those basics. Doesn't matter if you're a brand new person or if you've been, uh, you know, doing it for a long time. I think how I referenced it was the the seasoned 
Ricky and Candace are seasoned. I'm the salty old dog over yeah. here. Yes. <laughs> That's correct. I'm, I am delectably seasoned. <laughs> but there's still good stuff that, um, you know, that we can get out by just going back to back to the basics. Mm-hmm. And so this week we are talking about mental well-being, um, which, you know, in truth, I mean, we talk about that a lot on here. We know kind of what our what. What, what our issue is <laughs> it's always it's always there but Candace I think that goes into the mental well-being part how we wake up how we start our day can set the tone for our minds yeah. um when you let me ask the question this way when you think about mental well-being and weight loss what comes to mind for you as the the most simplistic way I can say it is what I'm saying to myself and what I hear, because I did not recognize until recently how negative the thoughts were that I was allowing to circulate in my brain about myself, about this journey, about what I deserved and what I did not deserve. Um, Mm. And placing that focus on affirmations, gratitude, and that self-reflection was something that was encouraged by my therapist because it came out in the wash since I've been really, that's been my focus for 2024 has been really attacking here because we've talked about it, but, but to put it into action when it gets tough, I know how to kind of go through and do the things um, up to a point. And then I'll stop challenging myself to grow. So when I start to feel myself speaking negatively about myself, I wouldn't push past Mm -hmm. it. I wouldn't stop doing it. And she said, when are you going to start to recognize it until you fix that? Nothing else is going to work. And so I said, well, maybe this is a year to push past that, that, that point. And I'm doing it with that. It's that negative talk that, that I just have not been able to get past. So it's, it's, it's been, it's been a lot, but that's what I think of. Okay. Ricky, how about you? I mean, I, I agree with that so much. And I just, I think back to like atomic habits and I'm like trying to, trying to follow those directions and follow those. I mean, they are small things to build habits, but it's still challenging. Um, And I think about kind of building on what you're saying, Candice, with, you know, what I'm saying about myself, but how I identify too, because I, I, I think sometimes I can identify, I'm so used to identifying as a person who's overweight, who is slow. And, and, you know, I, I find myself identifying with that. Like I'm a slow walker and I, I will even call it out. So it doesn't get labeled by someone else, you know, I'm a slow walker. So if we're walking today, just know, you know, you can keep walking ahead of me or, you know, I might be slow, like, because I'm afraid of, someone else calling me that or some someone else calling mm-hmm. it out in me. So I, I put it out there, but do I have to identify as that? Do I have to put, I don't want to say negative because it's not a necessarily negative thing, but I clearly am insecure about it. So I'm putting my insecurities out there for the world. Do I have to do that to myself? And is there a different way I could do that? Like, I think that piece of, um, like improving my, how I think about myself, but also what I say to others about myself and how I can protect myself without being self-deprecating is something I really want to work on. Um, Ricky, that's so fascinating that you say that because for me, 
when I think about those two things together, I call it going on the defensive. Hmm. I'm going to beat you to the punch before you can say it. I'm going to say it about me. And this was years, years ago in our workshops. Um, One, uh, well, actually I was having a conversation with uh, two people in our workshop and they pointed that out to me. And they Hmm. said, you know, um, early on when you first started, you would crack jokes about your weight to others or about yourself or about your appearance. And now that you've, I think at that point I was down probably 35 pounds or 40 pounds said, you don't do that anymore. Cause it seems like you've gained the confidence in who you are that you don't go on that defensive mm-hmm. first. And I never realized I did that. Mm-hmm. And that's made me really aware because I've noticed that I've, I'm not at a weight that I'm comfortable at. And I've noticed that I do that. Mm-hmm. I will try to beat other people to the punch or I'll, what I assume someone is thinking, I will say it out loud and that may not be what they're thinking you know, mm-hmm. at all. And and that's, that's something I was going to, to add to your comment that I think a lot of this has to do with faulty assumptions yeah. that I've made, I do that all the time, Erin. Oh my goodness. There's, I didn't recognize until it was pointed out to me how I was living my life and going through my journey based on the assumptions I had of what others were thinking about me and how Mm -hmm. I was doing it. Oh, she, they, they, she's losing too fast, too slow. She's not, you know, exercising enough. She's exercising too much. Why is she eating cottage cheese? She needs to eat ricotta, whatever. I'm adding assumptions and I was acting on those assumptions, you know, and changing my behavior based on something that many times was flawed or not accurate because I was one, unwilling to ask the question or two, I, why did I care mm-hmm. so much about what the other person thought? Right. It's mm-hmm. hard to quiet when, you know, we know the statement of it doesn't matter what other people think of you. It's what you think of yourself. But I mean, well, the problem is what I thought of myself. I was so much ruder, honestly, <laughs> yeah. than than other people. Yeah. Like I was, I don't know about you guys. Like I was brutal in my head. I was, yes. I would constantly tell myself that I'm fat, I am ugly. You know, I'm never going to be able to do these things because of my weight, and I can't stop eating. And so, how are you ever going to get, mm-hmm. you know, to the things that you want to do if you can't even stop putting food in your mouth? Mm-hmm. Like I felt powerless to change. And part of, part of that is I always call it the merry-go-round. The mm-hmm. only way that, that those things would stop happening is if I pull the brake on the merry-go-round at some point I got to hop off and I would um, create a mental picture in my mind of the merry-go-round. And when that tape started running, I would go, that is not true. That's mm-hmm. not accurate. I'm going to pull the brake on this merry-go-round and I'm going to hop off right now. Like I would actually have to say that to myself and imagine that. Mm-hmm. And that's what it took to get me out of that repetitive habit of what was happening in my mind. Did you guys ever have any techniques like that or anything that you would do? Or or did you even talk to yourself like that? Or do you still talk to yourself like that? I, I know I still struggle with it. Um, but I think it's just a mental stop, like just hearing the thought saying stop. And there's just, I mentally just move on to something else. I know I've tried like mantra bands, things like that. Um, but I feel like the the most immediate thing that I do is just verbally, like, or, you know, mentally in my head, say mm-hmm. stop. And 
mantra bands, if anyone doesn't know what those are. I know there's a brand called mantra bands, but there's all kinds of things. We're just bracelets that have positive affirmations on them. And, you know, I have students who have issues with um, emotions, having big emotions. And and that's a strategy that, that they use to help them with their mental health. And um, it's incredibly helpful. Like it can be if you do utilize it to have you know, a, just a simple bracelet or something as a reminder or an anchor that just reminds you, you can do hard things. One of my kids has, has one of those. So let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me, I'm I'm one who I don't know if it's a vi- the visual part of me, but I I actually went to a meeting. One of the you know I we talked about the fact that I have the meeting membership, mm-hmm. and the coach Larry G was speaking. There was a, he's one of the one of the popular ones. People really like him. Him. He has a very kind of uh, gregarious personality. Very you know, and 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 he's he's very easy to listen to, but somebody who was in the meeting was doing what we were talking about. She was Mm -hmm. expressing Mm -hmm. horrible things about herself. She was like, I just, I'm just the worst. Like, and I just cannot get it together. And it's just the, what I, it's, how could I be this way? And you have a room full, I think at that time, there were like 200 Weight Watchers members on Zoom and she's just going in on herself Mm -hmm. and it was uncomfortable it was uncomfortable to to be there and to witness. And you could see he was trying like, hey, hey, you know, what I need you to do is give yourself some grace. You're really not that bad. She's like, oh, no, I really am that bad. Like she was trying to convince him of just how horrible she was. And I understood, in a oddly, it really impacted me because he would he spent, I want to say, about 10 minutes trying to convince her that she was not this horrible person. And she just was having none of it. She wanted to make the point that she was not worthy, that she doesn't do everything right, that food is the winner. She's never going to lose the weight. And having that visual of seeing that is something that I've used since that meeting for my own self. When I find myself starting to get really negative, I'm like, wait a second. Remember how it felt to hear her talking? That's what you're doing right now. And whether you have a Larry or an Aaron or a Ricky or somebody to say, don't do that. You you shouldn't say that about yourself. Um, You have to remind, I had to remind myself that you don't have to beat yourself up. You know, that you don't get anything. There's no prize for just continuing to berate. And you wouldn't do that to somebody that you loved. So Mm -hmm. why do you do it to yourself? So having that visual in my mind, not because I want to, you know, think of her negatively, but it was a reminder to myself about why we need to be careful about the things that we say, because um, it doesn't feel good for others who are around you either, who love you and care about you, or even just like you as a person, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's an, it's an uncomfortable feeling, but I think that we really believe it at the core of it. That's what I really saw in her mind. She really meant it. 
Mm. She wasn't trying to elicit sympathy or any. She meant it at the Mm. core of who she was that because she ate a slice of pizza, she was a bad person Mm. and uh, not worthy. And we can go pish posh, but we do that to ourselves. Like, how dare I not walk? You know, you know, so, okay. So let's talk about that, you know, pulling that into what would be some practice, some other practical examples of that. Like you just said, okay, well, you didn't do your walk today. Boy, you've really screwed it up. Oh, you had a streak going and, and now your streak is over. You were at 33 days of tracking. Come on. Mm-hmm. Can't you just get it together? Like, what do you do? What are the things that you tell yourself and do you tell yourself, do you, do you sit in that uncomfortableness for a little bit? Or how soon does it take you to pivot over to, you know what? I had a streak for 33 days. And just because it stopped today doesn't mean, doesn't invalidate what I did. And doesn't mean I'm not going to start a new streak. Mm-hmm. Right? I like think it doesn't take you. Conversation. Yeah. I don't think it takes me long, but at the same time, it's, I think the hardest piece of that type of situation for me is, not using that slip as an excuse to um, like, well, I'm going to just throw myself down the rest of these steps and I'll start over again. I have to go up the steps anyway. You know, I'm going to invite as well. I think having choosing to not make that choice and to just pick myself back up and start whatever streak it is again or whatever. And then being realistic about like, was that a realistic goal? Like, should I reframe my goal? Like if I'm not meeting it now, something has to change. Um, what's going to change? And I think that's all part of the process. But when I'm in that process of rethinking it, I think the struggle for me is to make sure I'm not sabotaging myself mm-hmm. while I'm there. Aaron, did you want to share? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, for me, it's, I don't mind telling you that there's sometimes where I, I tend to kind of sit in that, you know, that phase. Um, Ricky, you talked about, you know, if you fall down the steps, do you throw yourself down the rest of the way? No, you get your bearings and you go straight. I always love the, mm-hmm. the, also the analogy of if somebody comes by and slashes a tire on your car, do you go slash the other three tires? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. You go, well, dang, I got to go replace this tire. And so it's getting out of that all or nothing mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of it is genuinely like it's old Weight Watcher room thinking, mm-hmm. having to let go of some of the old, some of that old thinking mm-hmm. um, and pivoting for today. Like I having to pivot to a more positive thought mm-hmm. and not in a way that necessarily excuses or is toxic positivity as they call it these days. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, Okay again, using the street, the, 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 the tracking streak. Yeah. 33 days, man, that was amazing. And I didn't do it today and that's okay. And I'm going to start a new streak mm-hmm. done. Hey man, I've done so good on my walking. Um, but today I took a rest mm-hmm. and it's okay that I took a rest or, you know what? I just didn't plan appropriately and I couldn't, I couldn't do it because of X, Y, and Z, because I didn't plan appropriately. And so what I've just learned the next time is I don't like the way this feels. I really wanted to get my walk in. And now that really reminds me that I've got to really look at my calendar, need to think about what's coming up. I'm not going to be caught off guard. 
because I want to enjoy this feeling. Mm -hmm. It's not wallowing in that negative. It's, it's pivoting it to being able to enjoy that next positive. What's my win going to be out of it? I love that. And that kind of goes into what I've had to accept about myself is that I, I'm honest that I am not strong enough yet um, to do it by myself. Mm-hmm. I am not in a place. That's why I need the meetings. That's why I need, because I need to challenge my thoughts with the support and help of others. So when I'm having a flawed thought, I'll bounce it off of my husband. If he's not available, I try to get on a meeting and I'll say no. And I'll say the thing that I think is a fallacy. Mm-hmm. Like, I am about to, I don't know, eat a whole slight whole pizza because I'm upset that I didn't get on the bike this morning. Mm-hmm. That is irrational. And I need to talk this out because I really feel that this is true, that I am a bad person because I woke up late mm-hmm. and I need you to talk this out with me. And, you know, not everybody has a therapist. And sometimes you just need that person who goes, no, that really is like stinking thinking. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to tell you, but you're correct. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> let's focus on the positive. And I can go, you know what? Because I can accept that my mind is flawed. I think so, that was the first thing I had to accept. Not everything that I think is right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not that that took some time because you couldn't have told me for a while that everything that I, I was like, no, I'm pretty smart. Everything that I think is pretty, I'm about 98 percent sure that I'm right. <laughs> Until my therapist was like, let's just give you 80, 20. Right. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say that assume that you're that for this thought that it's that 20 percent. And if that's true, it's OK to have somebody else help you see mm-hmm. the fallacy that, yes, Aaron, I, my streak is over, but let's, does that mean that it's over and now don't ever track again, never try again? No. And let's talk through it until you're more rational. And that's what helped me. And you know, I want to add something because you said you're not, you're not strong enough in relation to not being able to do this without a group. And I would actually say that to me is a sign of strength because we're built for community. We're built to be in community. And so maybe it's when we're trying to do it on our own, that's actually a sign of potentially not all the time, but ego and pride and trying to do it my way when I really need community, because I mean, I've learned so much in just our real WW talk face Facebook community. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And I find myself that I need that because I no longer have the meetings membership. And that's a place all of us want to find a place where we're accepted. Right. And we're in, and we feel included. And that is a place. It's a safe place for everybody. We're all here for the same thing. Um, We're all trying to work out the same thing. So I see that as a, not as you not being strong enough, but actually owning your strength in that, in that mm-hmm. moment. I think I remember it from when I worked in the veterans court. Um, you know, I worked with people who struggled with substance use and one, there was a guy who was a motivational speaker who had struggled with alcohol for a very long time. And he um, has been sober, I think for 20 plus years, but he goes to an AA meeting or whatever every single week. Mm -hmm. And he said he will have to for the rest of his life because for him, 
that sense of community and also that um, having somebody to be accountable to is mm-hmm. what keeps him and his, uh, you know, and so sober. Mm-hmm. And when, when he's like, whenever I go on trips, when I go on vacation, he finds a meeting. I mean, that level of, and that, that always stuck with me because you would think that he'd say, well, I should get to the point where I don't need that. He's like, I'm always going to need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's humility to That's me. Humility. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it made me think about that for my journey. And I said, some people, like you said, are ones who are like, I don't need any help. I don't need, I don't need meetings. I don't need this. And I said, but if it's, if I do, that's okay. Right. That's okay. It's okay that they need what they need and it's okay for you to need what you need. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how long. Cause I think that's another piece I added to it. I should know better by now. Right. How long have we been, we talk a lot. How long have we been doing this? We've been in on Weight Watchers since we were in Pampers. Like, I mean, yeah, we came out of the womb going to a meeting. You know, <laughs> Does that mean that that's a problem that I'm, going to have to continue. We, a lot of our lifetimers are every single week if they're mm-hmm. going in person or online. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I said that to say, because I felt guilt over that too, if I can be honest, like I mm-hmm. feel like there was a part of, you should have already gotten it together by now. And with mental health or how we approach our journeys, it's for some, it's lifelong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's yeah. okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Listen, um, I go to church every Sunday. Every Sunday, I feel zero guilt about that. I need, I need the community of church. Mm -hmm. I need, I need the community of singing worship songs together. Mm -hmm. Right. So, like when you start to kind of compare it to other things, you're like, Mm -hmm. why am I, why am I putting myself down for this over here? Mm -hmm. But I'm literally kind of doing the same thing over here, and I don't feel any guilt, any any remorse, nothing about it. You know, know. and it's maybe lifting up a little bit. Go ahead, Ricky. Yeah, I know we've had this conversation so many times about comparison, but I really think so many things go back to that. Like, I think when we start to compare our journey to other people's, like that person can just go out to dinner on a Friday night and have pizza and, you know, have a slice of cake and then they move on. They don't think about it. They wake up the next day. They're they're not, you know, checking their weight. They're not gaining, uh, you know, a significant amount of weight. They just you know, they don't have to do something related to food every week and they don't have to have this, you know, constant mind battle with food. I I mean, I think if we're comparing ourselves to other people, that's where we get in trouble and saying, like, who said I don't have to, I shouldn't have to attend a Weight Watchers meeting every week for the rest of my life. Like, yeah, I said that when I compared myself to someone else or I saw someone who used to come every week and now they don't come at all. And they still kept the weight off. Well, that's them. And that's their journey. But for me, maybe I do need to go to a meeting every week. Maybe I do need to track my food for, for ever. <laughs> you know, like yeah. what's, what do I need to help yeah. me be successful? Ricky, I think that's so important and so key. And I think we're also still, when we talk about this, it's another point that's very relevant is that we're in a society or a world right now where people do tend to tout you know, that their way is the right way. Like I, you know, it's, it's that influencer kind of model. I go to meetings. Oh, I would never miss mine. Oh, I don't eat. There's no way you could catch me having some breakfast, some, you know, bread in the morning. I don't do that. 
you have to be able to kind of tune it out and say, yes, I understand that they're sh- they're sharing and they're sharing loudly and they're sharing mm-hmm. very definitively that this is the way, mm-hmm. but my body is my body. My journey is my journey. You know, nobody is the same. The three of us, I mean, you can, there's many ways that we're very similar, mm-hmm. but there's definite differences and different things that we need. We have different illnesses that we've dealt with. We have different stressors in our lives. And I would go crazy if I tried to be Aaron or be Ricky. I can only be myself and you all would do the same. And I think that we don't appreciate our individuality enough because it's tough in a world that's telling us that this is the exact way it has to be. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and that's the thing, the, the world that we live in is telling us right now, this is the exact way to be. But 20 years ago, or, you know, 60 years ago, they were telling us to eat uh, two hard boiled eggs and a tomato <laughs> to lose weight. Liver. I mean, even weight, like Weight Watchers, yeah. right? Yeah. And you had to eat liver at least mm-hmm. once, once a week, right? Yeah. Like yeah. those things will change. Those, those pieces will, will change. And yeah. we can't get so caught up in those things. That's part of like having perspective mm-hmm. um, and being able to, I call it stepping away from the canvas. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get really close to the canvas mm-hmm. and I have to zoom out, step back and look at it in its fullness. And it gives me more appreciation for myself. It gives me mm-hmm. more appreciation for my journey mm-hmm. uh, and, and the direction that I'm, that I'm heading in. Cause sometimes like I'm, when I'm at the canvas and I'm painting, I'm actually painting over old places that have dried. Mm-hmm. And when I step out, it lets me realize, Oh gosh, I'm heading backwards here. I actually need to be painting in this direction, yeah. not this, you know, not the other, the other direction. And I think we should also be willing to challenge ourselves to say, if there's something, if there's a thought or a way that we're interacting or a way that we're viewing ourselves in our journey, that we know it's not wrong. And we were unwilling to give it up. Kind of like the girl I was talking about. I think we should ask ourselves why, what is it? What's you, I think I keep bringing up Dr. Phil. He's the one I think who said you don't do things for no reason. There's some reason that you're holding on mm-hmm. to that limiting belief. And only you know why. And how's that working for you? There it is. How's that working for you? What is right? It's yep. doing something. Mm-hmm. And when someone's pointed out that one plus one is not four, and you just are continuing to say, no, it has to be because I know I did the math and they've proven it to you. What is it that you get from from holding on to that, even after you know that it's not helpful. Mm-hmm. I haven't always been able to answer that question that sometimes I'll take that to journaling or to therapy, you know, cause that's, that could, it could be years worth of stuff to unpack about mm-hmm. why I can't let that go. And a lot of my things that I wouldn't let go of is that I was a bad person mm-hmm. because I allowed myself to get overweight or because I couldn't get it together. I tied that into my worth mm. and those are two separate things. It's just not the same. And I think that many people who have been on this journey probably can relate to that because we've lumped it all in together Mm. and it's just not, you can still be a good person (laughs) just because your, your, your weight does not define who you are. Right. Yes. It does not define if you're a good person or a bad person. Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I would never look at the two of you and be like, yep, told you. 
There she, that's a bad egg right those there. Bad, those bad, two bad women. Look at them. Did you know? Those two you bad know. girlies over there. <laughs> bad girlies with their girl, girl food. You know. <laughs> Did you know they're overweight? They're really bad people. Like, it just wouldn't be a How thing. Are you right? probably overweight? Like, you overweight? Like, what? You know, that's the thing. I, you wouldn't do that. No. But for ourselves, it's just, we're just like, yeah, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you sit and you marinate and all of those things on it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, listen, we could go to a million different directions. With I know. It, <laughs> we, we have 156 episodes and probably <laughs> 126 of those are on mental health things where we've shared these things. So, and listen, bless you all who have, who always share in the Facebook group that you all start from the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> Bless your little hearts, because I know that you all have been on the roller coaster with us. Mm-hmm. I haven't even done that yet. So I don't want to go back and listen to my nonsense. So <laughs> what was I saying in 2020? I just really want to know. Right. I'm like, oh, still still dealing with the same thing. Like you already did an episode on mental health. Stop it. Right. This is no take five. Right. <laughs> but listen we're not the only ones it's this just the fact that we're recording it and putting it out but if if you're journaling this for yourself i think mm-hmm. that's a really cool thing because as i've started to journal and you know we've gone back i have gone back on occasion listening like dad go on why am i still dealing with the same mm-hmm. problem I've got to get that figured out. But if we all sat down and did that, we would all have our own versions of whatever it may be. So just remember, if you're pointing a finger, you got four more (laughs) back at you. (laughs) Judge not. Yes, please. Be judged. Uh, yeah. Anyway, thank you so much. Thanks for joining in. Hey, we'd love to hear um, from you within the Real WW Talk Facebook group, and you can just search that on Facebook. Uh, just search Real WW Talk. But just curious for you for like maybe some mental health exercises that you've done for some. What are some things that have changed maybe as you've gone over your health journey? And again, you know, we've got WW in the title Weight Watchers, but you don't have to be on Weight Watchers to join in and to participate because these are things that transcend Weight Watchers. So everybody is, is you know, is welcome, has a seat at the table no matter what. Um, but just curious, we'd love to hear what are some things that you do to combat that? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some things that have changed in you since you first started your health journey? And, you know, what are you looking forward to for the future for yourself? And what are the steps you're taking today uh, to get there? So, all right. Have a great week. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.